Hi, this is John Sablon, one half of To Have and To Hold Podcast, and Nicole and I are so very blessed that you decided to join us on this journey to improve your marriage, your family life, and your relationships. Now, as a disclaimer, Nicole and I are not perfect. We're not your counselors, and we don't desire to be your spiritual directors. What we do desire, though, is to lend this podcast as an opportunity for us to journey together in holiness and virtue, and to share our experiences of, of marriage and family life and what we've learned, what we've encountered, so that it may bless you and your family and your relationships. Now, if you disagree, or if your experience is different, or perhaps if we say something in mistake or in error, you are free to absolutely reject it, my dear brother and sister in Christ. So we just wanted to leave that with you, and we thank you again for your... as a one flesh union, we really did go through it together, right? Like the sleepless nights, a whole lot of them. <laughs> it was, it was, I would say there was more like restless. Like I slept, right? But I just was up a lot. <laughs> a lot. And I knew she was up a lot. She let me know when she was up a lot. Welcome back to another episode of To Have and To Hold. As usual, I am accompanied by my beloved bride. Hey, love. Hi. Today, we are uh, celebrating a really cool milestone. Matter of fact, it's kind of part of the reason why you're all wondering, where did we go? <laughs> we were gone for a couple weeks, and you know, it's life, right? I mean, we're actually filming from a different room, um, filming from our actual our chapel. Um, we normally are filming in a different room, but you know, it's the 4th of July. We've got people over, family over, kids over, so um, nonetheless, we have to adjust, right? We have to adapt. The reality of marriage and family. Mm -hmm. So today, love, we are toasting to you passing your licensure exam. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We should grab our glasses. Okay. Uh, Let's do it. So grab your favorite drink huge toast which we'll be getting into this episode about a lot of different things but congratulations love a lot of hard work thank you all praise be to god Mm -hmm. but for using you as a vessel so congratulations to you thank you yeah i did want to share about this and it's wonderful obviously to get to this to this part Mm -hmm. but what led there i thought maybe we can talk a little bit more about because um it was a long journey, mm-hmm. and um, and there were moments where you know I really questioned: is this is this the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I imagine that um, in the spiritual life, many people feel that way uh, when they make decisions, um, and they start to question when things don't don't really measure up in the way that we expect. Mm-hmm. Or um, when we didn't anticipate how difficult the road would be. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me that the Lord will shine like the first step 
right? And then you take that step because if he showed you the whole, in my case, seven years, this is a seven year journey. If he showed me the whole seven years, there, I would probably say, no way, there's no way I'm gonna do this, right? right. So he, he shines just one step at a time. And I would say that's, that's typical how it is when we even embark on our married life where you know we anticipate the marriage the the wedding day mm-hmm. and he and we have you know plans and we um, think about the the different details of that actual day we don't know what's after that mm-hmm. right yeah we have uh, and we say this a lot especially as we, we walk with couples in marriage preparation is a lot of people spend a lot of time energy emotion and money on preparing for the wedding day, but oftentimes lose sight of preparing for the married life mm-hmm. and the married vocation, which is not to diminish or trivialize the wedding day. It's important, but mm-hmm. to be quite honest, right, it, it's it's more superficial than anything from the stuff that goes around and the planning and the parties and the reception and the married life. You know, the minute that all the gifts are open and all the people leave and life smacks you in the face, mm-hmm. Here we go. Right. right. No right. DJ or photographer is going to be able to help you with that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so as I was thinking about this episode, I really wanted to talk about my my what I've discovered about myself as I um, try to prepare for this exam. Mm. So just some um, context that um, I was in a admin credential program the past this academic year, and. Um, and then we had, obviously, COVID. We had shelter in place. And so I was, thanks be to God, I was able to finish the admin credential program. In my mind, I thought, well, then I can start studying for my licensure exam. But lo and behold, because of COVID, they weren't offering it, so I had to wait. And then you were the one that actually looked up all the various testing centers mm-hmm. and went through each one and then found the one um, which I didn't look at, um, kind of looked over that that location. Mm-hmm. But you looked into it, and lo and behold, it's offered um, in in June. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, um, you know, let's let's do this the end of June. And and so we registered. It was so funny because I think there was part of me that was so shocked that. It was actually offered, and I thought, okay, let's do this. Let's just schedule it. And I remember our son asking me, "Are you ready?" And I thought, oh my goodness, am I ready? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, we just moved forward with it. Yeah, mind you, it's like what, maybe three weeks before the exam? Three weeks. Yeah. Yes. It was three yes. weeks before the actual exactly test day. exactly three mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, when we found the test date. Right. And so here I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about reviewing the three volumes of study materials that I have. And now, granted, I had tried to study before. So this is not the first time I've ever opened up the books and, and reviewed it. In fact, I'm pretty anal about um, how to prepare for an exam. And I had did recordings of the study materials so I can also listen for the days that I couldn't sit and, and, and read. Um, but what I wanted to share and I'm hoping that this is um, a blessing for you as well, is that I recognize that I had this time crunch and I had all this material and there was a temptation to just devote my entire waking hours to study. But I knew that if I did that, I would be off 
off kilter. Mm -hmm. So even though there is that strong temptation to like push everything aside, I continue to wake up, do my morning prayer, um, you know, having breakfast with you, um, doing all the things, the daily mass, sticking to my hour of power um, or holy hour of adoration. Um, and there is a still family time, dinner, meals in between. Workouts. Workouts. Um, and and still, so still having that balance. Now, what I recognize is that when I, when I, even though I continue to do my, my prayers throughout the day and um, in mass, I mean, that was like the non-negotiables for, right, for me. Right. But when I had studied more so that if I were to analyze my day, Pound for pound, if I said, okay, this is how many hours I devoted to study and this is how many hours I devoted to prayer, if I was off kilter and I devoted more time to studying, I can, t I can feel myself more anxious. Mm -hmm. Did you notice anything different? Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a, it was an actual tremendous feat right to try to schedule something three weeks and, and for those of you who may be out there who, who are um, some type of professional clinician right whether you're a married family therapist or a licensed professional clinical counselor uh, even a licensed um, clinical social worker you know preparing for that exam um, is a tremendous uh, amount of stress and just a, a big feat and so knowing that we scheduled it three weeks and that you had to go hard yes. and yes. knowing how. Yes. Now, um, I'm glad you brought that up because it typical, it's not typical to, for it to take this long, um, aside from the coursework, because typically it only takes a minimum of two years mm -hmm. um, to get your hours, but it took me five. Mm -hmm. So... Um, now, you were fitting it in as you could, given your actual real full-time job. Correct. Yeah. And so... Um, Anyway, that's another point. But going back to, um, I noticed that I was off kilter. So that was my first, you know, really aha. And so I had to make sure that I put the studying in its proper place. Mm -hmm. Now, um, because I don't study on Sunday, because it's the Lord's Day, and I had the test on a Monday, and um, what I did is I took the, so part of my study materials, they provide a mock exam. And so I thought, I'll take the mock exam Saturday, Sunday I would not study, mm -hmm. and then Monday I would take the test. Mm -hmm. So on Saturday I took the mock exam and I failed. And so talk about like temptation to want to study more and try to figure out you know, where are my weak areas and hit the books and all that, I really had to say, okay, Lord, I trust you. And I was started to pick up a, um, a book from, it's actually Father Jacques Philippe, and it is called, oh goodness, it's like the, um, the way of mm, truth and love. Anyway, it's, it's reflections on um, St. Therese's of Lisieux's writings. Mm -hmm. And so I was reading um, that book, which brought a lot of peace, even though 
okay, I just failed and I had to take this exam and, and then we spend so much money on this exam. So I'm thinking about how much we spend to take this exam. We have to go, you know, drive, what is it, 90 miles or whatever it mm -hmm. is to get to the <clears throat> testing location. Um, but I felt so much peace. Mm -hmm. And um, it was almost like that, what came to mind is, um, you know, when Mother Angelica started EWTN, <laughs> and she had the satellites coming in, mm -hmm. and they were expecting payment, mm -hmm. right? Like some enormous like amount $600, of... Like $600,000. Yeah, yeah, it was enormous, right? And so she goes to the chapel, and she's like, well, they're here. Like, you, you know, you brought them here. Like, okay, so bring me the money, right? Yeah. And the Lord did that. But I kind of felt like that. Like, okay, I already have a full-time job. And you called me to do this other, which is my, I don't know how many graduate programs I've been in. Well, let me just state that because I'm very proud of my wife, even though she wouldn't say this, right? She has a master's degree in education, a, a, counseling, a school counseling credential, a school psychology credential, an administration credential, all three different programs, and then now a licensed, prof licensed professional clinical counselor. Okay, so I'm a glutton for punishment, basically, yes, is. is what he's saying. She's a doctor times two. No, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> but um, I am a glutton for punishment. So, so here I am in this whatever amount of this other program that I entered in, and I just kind of felt like that. Like, okay, Lord, you brought me here. I mean, I don't know what this is about, mm -hmm. you know, but if you, I'm going to glorify you. I'm giving you this test and I'm going to, I just, whatever, just to glorify you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's important in the spiritual life is when we're doing certain things to really check our intentions. And I think mm -hmm. if St. Bernard of Clover would, he would talk about really making sure that you had pure intentions mm -hmm. before you engage in certain things. Mm -hmm. So I really had to check myself. Like, why am I doing this? Am I Am I here to glorify God? Am I here to bring souls to Christ? And absolutely. So it's sort of like, Lord, this is for you, mm -hmm. whatever your will is. And let this, the the stress of the getting to the test location, taking this exam for three hours with a mask on, Lord, this is my offering. And mm -hmm. do what your will, whatever your will is, but I pray that it brings souls closer to you mm -hmm. through it all. Mm -hmm. Now, I know we wanted to talk about, you know, the parallel of yes. this journey, both in the spiritual life, but even in the married life. Yes. And I think one of the things I just that popped into my mind when you just said right now about the purified intentions. Mm -hmm. So for married couples out there, those discerning marriage, those in, in just relationships in general, there's, you know, keep in mind we're, we're fallen creatures. And so there's a temptation to always look inward and have sometimes what may look like a good intention, but it's really an indirect self-love, mm -hmm. right? Doing something really to get my own gratification or glorify my name, mm -hmm. right? Or add to my credentials, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Mm -hmm. Not at all that, that this was the case, but it is key as we start to talk about this journey, because we're going to be speaking about just our own challenges during this time, both of us, right? As, as your husband, trying to kind of ride shotgun with you um, on this journey. And that's, it was very much a spiritual test for me. Um, but for those out there, just to, to look at that, like if you're not checking your intentions, as Nicole said, and saying, and whatever it is you plan on doing, if you're going to take this job promotion, is it about um, glorifying God? Is it about the, bettering your ability to provide for your family in a way that doesn't take you away from your family? 
right? It doesn't get you caught up in the material world or in titles and power and whatever it is, right? I mean, sometimes we hide behind what we say is our good intentions, but it's really not. It's actually more inward focus. And so I just kind of wanted to make that point mm -hmm. because in, in this case, it's been a seven-year journey because this is a part of what we feel called to it as a ministry. Right. Right. As far as um, the ability to help bring healing to souls mm -hmm. um, that are broken and need God mm -hmm. more than anything through um, counseling and therapy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think about, again, when you're asked in the spiritual life, you know, again, God shines the first light or the, the uh, light the first illuminates the first step. Yeah. And, you know, you can think about, like, for instance, the studying, the preparation, all these things or whatever that God is asking you to do. And there's a thought like, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. I can't do it. Like without God's grace, there's no way that I was, I'd be able to do this. But if God is asking me, it's truly of God. Mm -hmm. And he's asking me to do this. He's going to give me the grace to carry it out. Mm -hmm. He's not going to abandon me through the process. Mm -hmm. And so I had to trust that the God, that God was going to do this. If this is really his call, if not take this away from me because I don't want it. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm okay with doing the, my full-time job over here. Right. And so, um, yeah, it was a, it was a complete... Um, surrender and i think about um faith and the definition one of the definitions of faith is having um confidence in what you what you don't see mm -hmm. and i know there's multiple you know definitions but really trusting in god which is um you know our our heavenly father which may be difficult for some of us who have you know maybe um been really hurt by our earthly fathers mm -hmm. and so just thinking mm, lord are you really there are you really gonna you know um come through support me throughout the way um and really i had to set all that all those doubts aside and then focus on again glorifying god giving him this task and making this a complete offering um okay, if this outcome is that I fail this test, okay, so be it. And if you want me to prepare again, if this is your will, I will do it. Mm -hmm. And um, that, you know, that huge sacrifice. Can I, can I just uh, interject for a second? Because I think one of the things I'm, I wanted to mention as you were talking about the journey and putting how you approached it this time um, and approached the exam, the importance of putting things in their proper place. Mm. Because I'm going to be honest with you, Nicole does is a way better job like keeping the Lord's Day Sabbath, right? Mm -hmm. Keeping everything out of, you know, where we, um, because of, of your uh, conviction of that and then nudging me and I'm really slapping me upside my head. Not, not literally. Yeah. No, no mm -hmm. figuratively for sure. Um, you know, remember that two by four, that Jesus two by four? <laughs> it hurts. Um, <laughs> but it, it was, you know, just staying true to that. Mm-hmm. And whereas a lot of people wouldn't do that, they would mm -hmm. use this as, hey, I only have three weeks. Um, the way that you balance in that three-week time between family and friendships, mm -hmm. right? Um, and fellowship and prayer life and just maintaining a healthy balance. You know, I, have to, I commend you for it because it was just a beautiful witness of faith, mm -hmm. right? Because anybody, like you said, on Saturday, so again, we echo it back, Saturday failing the mock exam, Sunday is really the only time because Monday morning you're going to have to spend your time driving and getting to the place ahead of time and so on and so forth. But to say, you know what? It's all you. 
right? Mm -hmm. I've done what I can do to this point. Regardless of what I'm feeling, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just a, a, a lesson for us all. I mean, it was definitely something where, as your husband, I was very proud and blessed to be there with you just to be like, you know, she's about it. You know, she's about her faith. And it's not just some, um, you know, superficial saying or podcast or whatever it may be. It's actually a lived real thing in your life. Well, absolutely. And that's what I want. Mm -hmm. And I want to also encourage you that if God is asking you to do something and you're like, oh my goodness, how can I do this? God will give you the grace, but you have to give it to him. Mm -hmm. And some people will ask, but how do I increase my faith? It's really is you have to exercise it. You have to put yourself in those situations that are really scary. I'm mm -hmm. not going to lie. They're not easy. Mm -hmm. And you have to exercise faith mm -hmm. and it will stretch you and it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to go through this. The you know, I, I mean, there's many other things I could think of that I would rather do than put my nose in, in a book. Mm. But, and there's other things that the Lord may be asking you and you're thinking, oh my goodness, so there's lots of other things that I would rather do. But if it's to do the Lord's will and it's to glorify his name, how much more fulfilling. Now, I don't know what this this means, you know, this, mm -hmm. this test, passing this test, I don't know what it means. Um, and I and I thank God for that because I think that if he really showed me, I'd probably freak out. Right. So all I know is so far that I passed and, and that's it, you know? Giddy up. And just continue to pray and, and be open to God's God's will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of funny in, in our home because we this has been a seven-year journey, you know? And so now that Nicole has passed his exam, it's just like, we're like, oh, we're here. Yeah. Um, what does that mean? Right. And right. I think that's the part where the exciting part of it all, meaning that when you, you know, you seek to do the will of God and you want to, to use your gifts mm -hmm. to glorify his name and, and to save souls. And when you follow that path, like I said, giddy up, gear mm -hmm. up. And that's the part of it right now is that is exercising that level of trust and obedience in God and his path and design for us mm -hmm. and plans for us. So let's go back to those wounds. If you, if you don't mind love mm. about some of those challenges that we had during this journey. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if I can start, sure. I think part of my challenge was, so being a wounded individual, I think, um, and just, I, I got all kinds of issues. I have issues with my earthly father. So um, I definitely had a, an estranged relationship with our heavenly father because of that. God has proven himself to me over and over again, the miracles he has in my own life and our marriage and our family. I mean, I've got so many um, to count, God doesn't need to prove himself to me anymore. But there was definitely a, a, a growth experience during this journey where I typically, just so you guys can get a little insight into my prayer life, I don't like praying specifically for something, meaning, what do I mean by that? I mean, for me specifically, like, I won't pray for me to pass an exam, right? I, I just feel like that's too trivial. Um, I'll pray for healing and stuff like that. I'll play generate, but I, I typically will just say, I, Lord, your will be done, right? That kind of thing. And um, this case, I was like, no, I'm going to pray that she passes the exam. I'm just going out there. And I was scared to do that. Now, why? I was scared to do that because I honestly was expecting to be disappointed. What happens if it didn't, if it doesn't, if it's not God's will? Am I ready to accept that? Am I ready? And as a husband, and this is the part for the spouses out there, some of my greatest challenges in life is when I can't fix or heal or protect my wife or my kids, okay? 
Happens to me, cool. I'll fail. It's not a big deal. I'm a big boy. I'll deal with it. Um, even if I've got to, you know, shed some tears or shed some blood, whatever I got to do. But when we can't save or protect our, our loved ones, man, it's difficult. So for me, I would say it was definitely, it was a, one of the few times that I can recall that I prayed specifically for a specific petition, mm-hmm. right? For myself. Mm-hmm. Like, Lord, I need this. I need you to come through on this one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's going to be a long ride home. <laughs> if she doesn't pass. <laughs> what was, but you know what's beautiful about the sacrament is that, you know, you really are my Simon of Cyrene. Mm-hmm. And it, praise be to God that you had the day off where you were able to take me to this, t- mm-hmm. this test location. Now, granted, um, the exam wasn't until noon. And mm-hmm. so we woke up, we had breakfast. At that that morning hour, I was able to eat. Mm-hmm. After that, I mean, there's no way. But in that morning, I was able to eat. We went to Mass together. And right. then we went, um, we walked around the neighborhood and did the, our daily rosary, as we typically do, mm-hmm. in the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And then we went in the car, and then it was like, okay, we're on our way. Um, you know, to go there, but I knew that I can count on your prayers. And so that was, that was beautiful. And that in our, um, in that suffering, if you will, um, I mean, there was, you felt it too. Oh yeah. It was a knot. Yeah. The whole (laughs) two plus hours just thinking to myself and I brought spiritual reading. During the time I was in the test. During the time you're in the test, I'm sitting in the car and I can't read, I can't pray. (laughs) Matter of fact, some of you out there, you know, you saw me put it like, hey, please pray for the special intention, right? That I put, I put on social media um, because I just needed to to call our prayer warriors, right? Like, I'm like, this, this is going to be rough if, if, you know, it was, so it was that, that struggle, that internal conflict that I had with trusting God, but do it, did I really? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's the part as you started off saying, but do I really trust God? It's kind of that 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 Adam and Eve moment. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Did he really say Mm -hmm. not to to eat eat that tree? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, as broken individuals, um, sometimes we can approach our faith in God that way. And I can say that, you know, the Lord probably knew in his gracious, kind, loving, merciful heart that, um, you know, the, that we're going to need grace to get through this. And mm-hmm. praise be to God that you were able, um, through your own studies, but obviously by the grace of God, being able to pass it and mm-hmm. moving on to this next chapter. And who knows what that may be and what it looks like, but it's definitely, I know, a journey of faith for me. Again, first world problems, right? I get it. Like, oh, that's really difficult. And it's just, it's just being really real in that sense where even in some of these everyday moments, whatever it is you may be dealing with, that yeah, we're not perfect. We're going to we're going to have these doubts or these questions or, you know, just this conflict and that's okay. It's a part of life, but still take the step forward as Nicole is saying. Mm-hmm. Still move forward. If it's God's if yeah. it's God calling you specifically not to be afraid. Mm-hmm. And um I mean as we know in scripture, right? Love casts out all fear. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and and you know, God's ways are above our ways. God's thoughts are above our thoughts. And so to remember that even in your your greatest you know view of or idea of what you may think is the next thing or the right thing or the best thing god you don't even have a clue right mm-hmm. what what god has in store for you right so no eye has seen no ear has heard right um what god has in store for those who love him and i think that's a part of it was just 
exercising that will and uh, obedience and faith. Mm -hmm. The other thing that comes to mind too is that, you know, they, we talk about the wedding at Cana, mm -hmm. right? And so here Jesus is in his, um, I mean, he performs his first miracle mm -hmm. at, a, at a wedding. Mm -hmm. And what happens to this couple is that, you know, they they run out of wine and people will say, well, you know, in that time, that was so humiliating that you, you know, for your guests, you run out of wine. Mm -hmm. But really, spiritually, what does that mean is when you run out of wine is that the couple by themselves will, will wind up empty. And in anything that we pursue, if we if we rely on ourselves, we're always going to come up short. Mm -hmm. We're always going to come up empty. Mm -hmm. And we need the Lord's intervention. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Our Lady says, you know, do whatever He tells you. You know, listen to Him. And it just strikes me to say that during whatever God is asking us to do or in our life, we should always be attentive to the Lord and what is it that He's asking us to do. And as we know that it's through God's grace. So God comes through, he gives us the grace, which is symbolized with a wine. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? It ends up tasting much better. Yeah, it's choice wine, it's super abundant, right? Uh, 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 as far as the, the graces that flow from that wine. Right, right. and so mm -hmm. we get the grace from God mm -hmm. to do whatever it is that he's calling us. And it turns out that his will is more than what we can even imagine for ourselves. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I think that this has been, you know, a great celebratory moment, but not just in the the achievement in and of itself. That wasn't that the point. Right. But the spiritual journey and the marital journey together, right? Mm -hmm. That as as a as a one flesh union, we really did go through it together. Right? Like the sleepless nights. A whole lot of them. <laughs> it was it was I would say it was more like restless. Like I slept, right? But I just was up a lot. <laughs> a lot. And I knew she was up a lot. She let me know when she was up a lot. But that's the beauty about this journey, right? For you uh, couples out there, those, again, you discerning marriage is like, this is what it's about. That mm -hmm. Simon of Cyrene, that coming alongside one another, being each other's battle partner. Um, the very least I could have done because I can't take the test for my wife. Even though um, I wanted him to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that gifted. But if I could have, I would have, right? Um, but it, more importantly, I was able to pray and fast and, you know, it, demonstrate compassion, enter into that moment with her, right? Because it, it was tough. You were stressed and, um, you know, we've had different discussions and we'll probably go into different episodes about the challenges, the filters that we go into, but how tempting it would be during this stressful three weeks of, you know, uh, just feeling the anxiety and then maybe not being as loving as we would think the other one should be, right? Mm. So taking things personal, taking, getting defensive, um, but not seeing it for what it is, mm. right? That my wife is stressed out. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal. We just, we pulled the trigger and here we have to take this exam. There's no other exam that you could reschedule in July Even or August. Even though I wanted to. Even though we wanted to. It wasn't to. offered. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, that's, it, it's, it's less about the achievement, even though we're proud of Nicole, but it's more about that spiritual journey and that marital journey. That this is a great opportunity for us to unite as a one flesh union, to pray to fast for one another, to enter into um, the suffering, the angst, the anxiety, the stress together. Right, and to help lift each other up, you know, the um, this 
idea of marriage and being married as we were you know just talking about um, even as we were reflecting on the marriage summit and listening to Christopher and Wendy West and talking about we get married in front of the altar of sacrifice mm -hmm. underneath a crucifix mm -hmm. and that most people um, only come into the marriage looking for joy and happiness, mm. not realizing that there's going to be suffering and mourning as a part of that as well. Both beautiful in and of themselves because one can lead to the other, right? Mourning and suffering will lead to a greater joy that you don't really understand at this moment, mm -hmm. um, but can. And I think these are what these moments are made of, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Truly living that crucifixion type love. Mm -hmm. That in this moment, again, this is a very small example of uh, where Nicole was going through some, some anxious times and puts a lot of pressure on herself. Um, I was able to come alongside with her and just experience that with her. And, and as I was saying to, you know, to, to really assess your, your day, if you are feeling anxious to see, you know, is, are you off kilter, if you will? Are you mm -hmm. um, trying to put more on yourself and not giving it to God? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, you've heard the saying, right? Let go and let God. And then how much of that are you trying to control yourself? We're both control freaks. Mm -hmm. We're broken people, right? So there's a, there's a huge temptation um, that to, to just do it on our own and be self-reliant rather than selfless and giving that to God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, love, it's been um, a great episode just kind of talking through this. And, you know, yeah, we didn't fall off the face of the earth. We didn't, you know, nothing drastic happened to us. Um, we just had some stuff going on, right? And I think that that's, that's okay. And so for those of you out there that may, life's a little bit messy right now with everything that we have going on, um, count your blessings, right? Know that God is with you. Know that we're praying for you. Um, and know that, you know, in this marital union that um, it takes three to get married. Right? Mm -hmm. that, that God will give us the grace, that he will fill uh, our wine jars up when they're empty. So rely less on God. I mean, ooh, rely less on one another. Mm -hmm. I, almost, I almost was blasphemous right there. <laughs> That's not good. Rely less on each other in that sense mm -hmm. um, and look more to God uh, at the center and at the core of your life. And be careful of what you say on camera. <laughs> that could lead you to a dark so as we finish off this weekend where we're celebrating uh, our freedom right Independence Day um, we wish all of you especially those of you who fought for our freedom died for freedom I know we have uh, many people in my family who have done so um, we thank all of you and salute all of you men and women out there who so bravely fought um, to uh, to protect our freedoms as Americans. And uh, we're very grateful and blessed to be in this country. And so we hope that you had a safe and blessed uh, 4th of July for those of you who are in the United States of America. And if not, hopefully you had a good time anyway. Um, and may God bless you and keep you. And we'll see you next time.